Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Guys, I am so excited to finally be recording this episode because today we are going to uh, we are going through the ultimate recovery guide to pornography, and um, actually, technically, it's the ultimate guide to porn recovery, but um, I'm going to probably call it the ultimate recovery guide. Anyway. I've been talking for a long time now about this mysterious ebook that I'm going to release. Some sort of small book that's not my real book, but it's still a book and it's coming out and Sathya's been talking about it, blah, blah, blah. Sathya's releasing this book, but we haven't seen the book, Sathya. Well, here you have it. It's finally out. And if you are part of my mailing list, you would have got notified about it. Um, so you would have had first dibs on it, and uh, that's why we do encourage you to sign up for the New Man Report at sathiasam.com. But if you have not signed up and you did not get notification of it, fear not, for I'm going to give you a chance to get your free copy of it at the end of the episode today. <clears throat> and at the end of every single episode this week, we're going to spend the entire week going through the five best practices that are outlined in the Ultimate Recovery Guide to Porn. Okay, so this is this is a resource specifically for guys who are struggling with sexual misbehavior to some degree. So you might be struggling once every six months. You might be struggling once every six days. You might be struggling once every six minutes. This guide is going to be helpful for you. This is this, these are like the best best solutions and practices. And all of my best information I could possibly give you packed into a little ebook. It's about 20 pages. It's a very easy read. I know guys like easy reads. They like it simple. I did my best to honor all of that and to make this super accessible for you. And I mentioned it's free. And I'm going to explain where you can get your hands on it at the very end. Um, I'm just going to give a tiny, tiny little introduction before we go into today's segment. But just so you have an understanding... Um, when I started Deep Clean, Deep Clean was a side hustle. And for side hustles to really get off the ground, they have to make some money. You can't give tons away for free, um, although I think that's still a good practice. But you have to monetize something. And I would say I probably made the mistake early on of monetizing everything, of really just focusing on things I could charge for, uh, not giving a lot away for free. And that that probably turned out to, um, I well, <laughs> you can tell I'm conflicted on this. It was maybe a bit of a mistake or a learning lesson, but it was also the right thing to do because it gave me capital to invest in things like the book that I'm doing this year. And it ultimately um, pushed things along quickly enough that I could leave my full-time job and do deep clean full-time instead, which has been just really, really fun and really exciting. However, one of my missions this year in 2021 was to provide as many free resources as possible. I know not everybody's in a position to invest money and I didn't want that to be a stumbling block for people to get the help that they deserve. So that's why we created the podcast. That's why we have the newsletter and that's why I created the ultimate recovery guide. I'm launching a book a little bit from now, probably end of 2021, early 2022. We're still working on the release date with the team. Um, 
But I'll just say like the book is going to cost a little bit of money. It's not going to be super expensive, but I decided I'm going to take it one step further. And for people who couldn't even afford the book, or maybe you're just not in a place where you're like, ah, I'm not sure about this Athea guy. Let's feel it out. You got the ultimate recovery guide now, a completely free resource for you to accelerate your complete freedom from pornography and porn addiction. So what we're going to do for the next five episodes this entire week, we are going to go through a segment of the book, a segment of the recovery guide. And basically what I've done here in the guide is I've broken it down into five classic mistakes that I have seen so many guys make, myself included, in their recovery journey. And we are not the kind of people who just point out mistakes and complain about all the things people should, shouldn't do. Uh, we are the kind of people who offer solutions. So after we talk about kind of the mistake and what it looks like, then we're going to offer a solution as well, something that you can do right away. It's actionable and it's going to help you avoid the mistake and ultimately experience more freedom. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, mistake number one. This is probably the number one mistake, the most common mistake that guys around the world are making in their journey, trying to get free of this terrible addiction to pornography. The number one mistake they are making is doing it alone. So if I could go back and give young Sathya one piece of advice, it would be simply this. Do not do it alone. I would grab him by the shoulders. I would lift him up in the air and I would shake him just a little bit, just not quite violently, but just enough to make a point to say, dude, do not do this alone. Like you're a great guy. You got a good head on your shoulders, but you, you're not going to be able to figure this out on your own. And by the time you do, way too much time is going to be gone. Just don't do it alone. Now, if you read the ultimate recovery guide, we go into all kinds of details about it. But here's, here's what I would basically say. Isolation is the breeding ground for addiction. Isolation is the breeding ground for addiction. There's uh, several viral pieces of, of content. You know, there's TED Talks, there's been blog posts, there's been, you know, other just videos and whatever else that have all been basically detailing this concept which is that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, but it's connection. And you've probably heard me say that on the podcast before. I do quote it every now and then. And that basically, you know, these concepts are hitting on the same thing here. Isolation is the breeding ground. It, it is the thing that causes addiction and furthers addiction. So as long as you're isolated, as long as you're alone, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a challenge. And it's probably going to feel like you're making progress every once in a while, but you ultimately fall back into those same places or you uh, maybe fall back, but not as hard, but then you don't know how to make it any further. Isolation is the breeding ground for addiction. Connection is the breeding ground for recovery. Connection is the breeding ground for recovery. Um, there's a place, uh, there's actually three places in Proverbs, I believe, where it says that in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. So the support, the guidance, and the encouragement that you receive when you invite others into your situation is unparalleled. And that's why our best practice, number one, is to bring trusted people into your journey. Bring trusted people into your journey. So that's how you combat the mistake. It, it takes courage. It takes bravery. I'm not expecting you to just suddenly warm up to the idea because I told you to. But I'm letting you know that if you do this thing alone, it's going to be very hard. And if you bring trusted people in, it's going to be much easier. 
It may not be perfect. I can't promise instant results or anything of the sort. All I know is that it gets easier and you will have a much better chance of succeeding when trusted people are brought into your journey. Now, the operative term there is trusted. They must be trusted people. So you might be asking, okay, Sathya, um, I think I'm ready to do it. You know, I'm ready to open up. I'm ready to bring somebody in. Where do I start? What do I do? What does that look like? So here are a few things to look for in people that you open up to. Number one, can they handle confidential information? So you might be looking at their track record, how they handle their other friendships. Uh, maybe if they have a higher position at work, uh, you know, are, are there facets of their life that indicate they can handle confidential information? If that's a yes, then we move on to the next one. Do you have a meaningful rapport with them already? Okay, now this is very important because if you don't, the chances of you having any kind of long-term connection with the people you reach out to is limited. Pre-existing rapport is one of the best things you can leverage in your recovery journey. So do you have a meaningful rapport with them already? Now, if you don't, you can still move on to the next question, um, but you just have to understand that it's a little bit harder to get any kind of long-lasting fruit if you don't have that already. But this is why we have question number three, which is, are they likely to offer you consistent support and encouragement? So is this person just like the one-off person that you kind of verbally vomited to, you got it off your chest and you felt way better? Um, That's fine. That's not really what we're aiming for, though. I would say that's still kind of a rookie mistake because that still leaves you stuck. It doesn't give you any actionable long-term tactic to change the pattern. So is this person likely to offer you consistent support and encouragement? Are they passionate about the subject? Do they have a vested interest in your well-being? Do they have the time? Uh, These are the kinds of things that you have to be able to explore as you open up. So don't just share with everybody and anybody. Uh, You know, I see a lot of guys like they'll go onto forums. The forums are good places to start because you see other people who are struggling. You know that they get it. But we want to try to find some in-person or, you know, if it's not in-person, like face-to-face physically, at least over the phone. We want people that we can interact with, that we trust, that are going to guide us and stop us from making the mistake of doing this alone, isolating, and ultimately letting the addiction fester. So to summarize, guys, our best practice, uh, pardon me, mistake number one is doing it alone. Do not do this alone. Um, Look, you don't have to do my program. I love my program. I will stand by it till, uh, you know, all of eternity. I believe it works. But if you don't want to do my program, no hard feelings. But find something out there or find people out there who you can connect with and get the help that you need and that you deserve. And it doesn't have to be professional. It doesn't have to be a program. If that feels a bit daunting, then just bring trusted people into your journey. Help them meet you where you're at. And maybe it's just the off, you know, okay, uh, a one-off occasion uh, about about your struggles here and there. It's Maybe it's a monthly check-in. You know, it, it doesn't matter what exactly it is as a starting point. But just do yourself a favor and find somebody who meets these three criteria. They can handle confidential information. You have a rapport with them and they're able to offer you some sort of consistent support. Again, it doesn't have to be uh, super frequent. It just has to be consistent. Find that person or those people in your life 
reach out to them and start talking to them. It has to start here. You can't actually make any progress on this journey, um, you know, just doing it alone. Or, or if you can make progress, it will be limited. You're going to have to get some help. So don't make this mistake of doing it alone. Reach out, bring some trusted people into your journey. You'll be so glad you did. So if you want to hear more about, uh, about the mistake, what it looks like, and why you should not do this alone, and you want to understand what the best practice looks like as well, how to implement it, and just kind of the philosophy to have as you approach it, here's where you can get your hands on a free copy of the Ultimate Recovery Guide. You ready? Very complicated, okay? It's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. UltimateRecoveryGuide.com. Click, just go to the website, follow the prompts, you'll get your free copy delivered straight to your inbox, okay? No gimmicks, no fluff. Uh, We give you an opportunity to sign up for a little teaching series if you're interested. If you're not, you can just bypass that, but you will get your free copy of the Ultimate Recovery Guide in a matter of seconds. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that today's episode has helped you lead with integrity and confidence. I'm super excited to keep digging into the rest of the Ultimate Recovery Guide here. We got some really good stuff coming up. Uh, Tomorrow, we are talking about the classic mistake of behavior modification. I look forward to seeing you guys there. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.